Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to our GYST podcast, where we help you get your together. Welcome, everyone, to another edition of your favorite podcast, the GYST podcast, also known as what, fellas? Get your shit together. You guys practice that because you guys are getting good at that. Well, it's been a while since we said it, right? That's true. So <laughs> we <laughs> have we uh, at home when it's just us. <laughs> we have three quarters of your crew here today. Rohit uh, Rohila. Three quarts. Did I say quarts? I, mean, I don't quarters. know what you said. But seventy-five percent. ESL kid. We have uh, <laughs> Rohit Rohila. I'm Sam T. And Kyle Reed. So welcome everyone, and let's get started. This is going to be a fun one. Why? Because we are telling you, the listening audience at home, or work, or your car, or wherever, our favorite movies of the GYST podcast crew. Whoa. And why. So Whoa. this isn't just a, hey, I like these movies. Okay, cool. This is a, I like these movies because this is the impact it has in my life. Because you guys know us. We can't leave anything simple, right? We need to make this as complex as we can. I thought this was going to be a five-minute thing. No. Why you got to make shit difficult? Yeah, this is going to be the, the emotional impact it had on you. The the rebirth that you went through from, from a child to your adulthood. The, the self-discovery and the self-knowledge, the self-exploration that you went through. I the feel bad hardships. picking this topic now. I just wanted to say my favorite <laughs> movies and walk Sam, out. Sam just wanted to talk about some sci-fi. <laughs> and go home. Shit, I thought it was going to be a 10-minute piece and be like, all right, oh, cool, man. done. <laughs> and so, fellas, um, well, not fellas, because Sam, you're not. Okay. yeah, I, you got, too. I got my drink. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's, let's toast. Cheers. And uh, Sam's drinking water. Kyle, what are you and I drinking? Hot buttered rum. Mm-hmm. This is like the, it, it's delicious, but it's the weirdest thing. I've never had anyone make a hot buttered rum. It's like old people thing. Where, where does it come from? How do you usually have? Have you ever had one? No. Exactly. I've because never had I'm not one 50 yet. <laughs> I feel like it though. The only time I've ever seen it is at like my grandparents' house in the holidays, that tub of the, of the mix. All right, well, this will be my last episode, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) (laughs) Because he's 60 and it's past his bedtime. (laughs) So actually... um, It is good, though. It is really good. Yeah. It's good stuff. So speaking of my last episode, um, so kind of telling you guys this uh, live on air. Mm -hmm. Um, So when I I first became a part of GYST, when when we came up with the idea with... um, Myself, you, Kyle, and, and C Cloud. I had always kind of wanted this to be uh, fun mm-hmm. and kind of a, a funnel to drive some of my other projects. And I feel like coming up on 50 episodes, I've, you know, this has been a great success. It's been a lot of fun. And uh, the time has now come for me to start branching off. Let me rephrase start, start expanding. And so I'm here to announce uh, live on air that I am starting my own podcast. What? So GYST for life. I'm still in. So I was trying to make that more dramatic because I saw you guys like kind of like, oh, geez, what's going on? I I don't believe you. I just think you're lying. Yeah, no, I'm going to have a no. Take a look. (laughs) Kyle, you already saw it. He bought a better microphone for his own podcast. (laughs) 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 <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, so this um, is going to be a ten-minute episode. I am. Uh, 
so I, if you go to rohitrohila.com, uh, that's where you'll be able to find my new podcast. So that's just me mm-hmm. and um, other guests. But what it's going to be is more in depth. Mm-hmm. So GYST, it's it's all it's fun. It's all about you know getting your sh together. We're ha- we're helping you, but it's kind of grab assy. Yeah, it's just, it's just kind of fun. But the that's one, our shtick. The one that I do is going to be a little bit more deep. So I was going to talk about uh, less grab poverty ass. consciousness. It's going to talk about self sabotage. It's going to be about the programs that we create childhood and how to overcome those. Oh, so this is like deep stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't want me so, on that shit. Yeah. So GYST, <laughs> more 101, right. that's going to be more like 301. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, for sure. And uh, like advanced. One of my, I'm announcing this right now, one of my first uh, guests guests will be you guys. <gasps> if you guys What if we accept. don't accept the invite? That's why I said if you accept. <laughs> so. I'm scared now. Are, are we going to dig deep into my mind? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's scary, bro. Mm. I don't even know if you want to get... You don't want to Last get into Last time this. we went into your mind, there were cobwebs. It's, yeah. Yeah. It filled up pretty quick, though. <laughs> and a midget with two goats. It was oh, really weird. We don't talk about him too much. I know. He's made me nervous. <laughs> <laughs> so, ready, fellas? Yeah, So, man. our yeah, favorite yeah. movies and why? Well, first, let yeah. me congratulate you on your yeah, podcast. Yeah, man. Congratulations, you. Announcing that it's launching. Thank um, you. Do you have a launch date? I'm going to put you on the spot real quick. I don't because now I need to just do a lot of the behind the scenes work, um, mm-hmm. you know, reaching out to iTunes and Stitcher and, and just, you know, coming up with cover art. So now that you know a how to do all that stuff and what that stuff looks like, you can put a timeline on it. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, let's put a timeline on there. We're looking forward to it, though. I think we have resource guys that you can actually do that, too, that will help you with that. Right? We do have a resource guide. Yeah. Kyle? Resource guys on our website. Resource guide is actually... Fucking phenomenal. I had to drop mm-hmm. the F bomb right there. Wow. F bomb. P H bomb. P H U C K. P H E. So, um, after I get done stabbing Sam in the neck, uh, <laughs> I'm going to discuss the resource guide that we have. So, Sam, Rohit, Amit, and myself put together a resource guide for you guys. Um, it's going to be perfect to spend that post Christmas gift card money. Um, a lot of these things you can pick up on Amazon and elsewhere. And really, it's just things that have helped us kind of get to where we're at. Now, don't measure your success by mine because, of course, I'm far more successful than all of you. You're going to fail. Yeah, exactly. Um, But it's just something I think that have helped all of us, something that uh, myself and Sam and Rohit and Amit have all been able to use to allow us to move forward with the podcast and everything else that we do in life. So take a look at that. I think you're going to find some very, very awesome, useful tools there. And uh, that'll be on the website with links to pick up everything from what probably Amazon, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Absolutely. Sweet. Awesome, awesome. All right. So who wants to go first, fellas? You. Oh. Yeah, you started this. All right. So I'm going to start off with the with the lighter one. Probably one that I'm probably the only one who has seen uh. here. Uh, so again, for, for the audience at home, we're going to talk about some of our favorite movies because of the impact that they've made on our lives. So not just, you know, I like this because it's fun or I had a good time watching it, but really a dive in deeper on, on how did it really affect you. So one of them for me, What Dreams May Come. So it's a Robin Williams movie. Yeah. Way yeah. back one. Cuba Gooden Jr. was in it, yeah. I believe. I remember seeing it, but I don't remember it. 
Yeah, so it's an interesting story. Robin Williams is married, and they've got some kids. And the kids pass away, and then... Um, okay, let's just start from the scratch. Listening audience at home, we are. this is all about spoilers. So if you haven't seen any of these <laughs> yeah. movies... Like, I didn't even think of that at all, yeah. not one bit. Spoiler, it's, it's, spoiler alert, we've said it. Yeah. If you keep listening, most of these movies are old. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't seen one of them... Then we're not going to ruin anything for you. You'll be just fine. Yeah. Statue of limitations are already passed. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like a debt collector. Yeah. So in this movie, their kids pass away, right? And then Robin Williams passes away. And so then the wife... You're talking about real life, man. Well, come on. You're touching the proof. (laughs) So then um, the wife is left on her own. And so we take this... It takes place in kind of heaven... And it's just visually beautiful. Mm-hmm. But Robin Williams is walking around and he's and he's kind of getting lost in everything and, and the beauty and stuff. And then he finds out that his wife committed suicide. Oh, shit. And suicides don't get to go to heaven. And so what he decides to do is go on a trek downstairs to rescue her. And it's something that no one in the history of, you know, heaven and earth has ever done before. What is downstairs? Like the basement? Um, it gets a little warm down there. Where? Heck. Heck. And, what? Um, that, it is a location. <laughs> it's not a bad word. And so what he does is he, it's uh, it's all about his story and going down there. And finally at the end, it's just such a beautiful scene. He finds her and she's just such a wreck. She's still living in denial. She's saying, you know, my, my kids are, you know, okay and all this kind of stuff. But things are falling apart in front of her. Mm-hmm. And she's getting so engrossed in that that it's almost permanent. And as he goes there, he starts becoming engrossed in that. And he starts losing himself. And then it's only at the very last second where, you know, he gets ready to leave. And, and you know, they, they kind of move forward. But the reason why it had an impact on me is because for the first time, it really made me think about what love is, right? Love isn't about having a crush on a girl. <laughs> it's about like just real stuff. And what are you truly willing to do for that person that you love? And this guy is willing to give up heaven and live downstairs just so he could still be with her. And to me, that was so impactful. And I just, it gave such an an. I mean, it, it helped me appreciate love more. It helped me appreciate the people who have been together for a long time even more. One of my favorite things about the movie um, When Harry Met Sally are all the interviews that they do of all these couples on, on how they got together and how they, you know, that's something that I've always wanted to kind of put together. Hmm. And it made, it was the first movie that I really saw that really gave me a true appreciation for love. And what are you willing to do to, to really you know, for, for the person that you love. Mm-hmm. So that was uh, that was my movie. That was one of my movies. Well, damn. You said that was the, the lighter one. That was the lighter one. Dang. So. Yeah. Because it's full of pretty colors and it's about love and stuff. <laughs> and I have a feeling knowing <laughs> you guys. It had a really I picked dark really tone romance to it. on it. Rom-com. Rami Well, it's, not a, it's definitely not chick comedy. Flick. I'm just kidding. I love chick flicks. I know you Sweet do. Sweet Home Alabama, one of my favorite movies. <laughs> 27 Dresses. Mm. I didn't really care for that one. Come on, man. I got that on DVD. <laughs> he has two copies. Two copies, son. <laughs> Stole one. 
<laughs> they want this shit to get out of hand. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, man? Me? I'm yeah. next. Sure. Man, you saw what happened on the last episode. I was about to get deep. <laughs> let's, let's, let's try to shorten it up. Then. No, I ain't going to get deep. I'm just trying <laughs> to. Um, yeah, I wrote down like a, a bunch of, not a bunch, but I wrote down like five or six movies. This one was really hard for me because I usually don't watch a, t- a bunch of movies. I don't go to the movies very often. You guys know that, right? Right. And I, I have a bunch of DVDs that just sit there. I think I just bought them when I was working at Best Buy because it was cheap. So it was really hard for me to channel some movies. Like, I was drawing a complete blank, like, writer's block. So then I just started writing out movies as I thought of them. So one of the ones I thought of was um, A Bronx Tale. Oh, mm-hmm. man. Right? Love that movie. Right? Such a classic. So there's a few... Uh, first, the story of the movie is essentially... Um, oh, I forget what time it said. And it said a long time ago, like 50 yeah. years ago. I want to say, like, the 60s or something like that. Maybe a little yeah. earlier. Kind of like West Side Story-ish time Yeah, maybe frame. a little earlier. Yeah. Um, I'd have to look it up. Anyway, I haven't seen it in a long time, but it just came to head because there's a couple of scenes that uh, really resonated with me. But essentially the story of the movie is there's um, a young kid who is intrigued by the um, glamorous things that the local gangsters are able to get and the respect that they get and... These mob bosses, what they can do, they just go in and out. They pretty much run shit. They drive the nice cars. They wear the fancy clothes. They got the nice women. Yep. And he's seen that, and he liked it. And one of these mob bosses kind of takes him in a little bit, but keeps him at arm's reach because he respects his dad. And he respects his dad because his dad is a straight and narrow, hardworking, happens to be a bus driver. I remember this. Robert De Niro plays his dad. Mm-hmm. But the, the one of the biggest things I got from that is hard work, right? Sam had mentioned that we had discussed in the past where that was something to steal from your parents being business owners mm-hmm. is hard work can get you things that you want. So in this particular case, material things, it might not have gotten them that, right? The mob bosses had it. They had the Cadillacs. They had the women. They had money. They had steak and lobster dinners. But his dad had respect, yeah. From these high-ranking mob bosses. They respected him. They respected his dad. They took care of him in the streets, showed him a little taste, but didn't let him really come in and, and do dirt with him mm-hmm. because they respected what his father had done and his, his hard work ethic. So nice. that was awesome. That is, that's funny, man. Like, yeah. you brought up The Bronx Tale, and as you were talking about The Bronx Tale, one of my favorite movies, and it almost like ties right into the same kind of uh, storyline, mm-hmm. same time frame ish, I guess. Goodfellas. I, I read written down as well. Did you? Yeah. One of my top five favorite movies of all time. I cannot watch that. I cannot miss that movie if it's on TV. I'll flip to it, and I'm flipping channels. If it's on, I'm sitting there for a good half hour watching it, and I've seen it plenty of times. Um. But it does have that that kind of tone to, to it too, mm-hmm. right? You know, come from the gutter, coming from the gutter, working class parents and, and whatnot, and trying to figure out a way to to become um, to, to make it that 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 American lifestyle, you know, like how to make it in America type of type of deal. Oh, that show. That show you was amazing. That show for some reason when you yeah. said that right now. That's a dope one. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, it's on HBO or it was Not on no HBO, more. but my man Cam Calderon. Show. 
Great show, great and, show. Uh, what was the white dude's name? I can't remember his name now. I can't remember. Ep- but Hustlers, Epstein. man. These they were, We were talking about Hustlers. Ben Epstein. Ben Epstein. <laughs> I just thought of it. You know, it's it's the, the, the true American dream, you know. Mm-hmm. Come from the gutter, make your way to the top, and then the essential downfall. Yeah. You know, and what are you going to do when that moment hits? You can only reach a certain level and then people are going to start pulling you down. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's in a bucket. Exactly. And that's what I'm trying to pick. That's what I picked up from the Goodfellas, uh, from Goodfellas, was that overcoming adversity, what you need to do to um, break yourself out, come back to living the life of norm. Mm-hmm. You know, how, how, how to become, how to start from being extravagant, having nothing, become extravagant, and then going back to nothing again. So how to be a snitch. How to be a snitch. <laughs> and then, there's, there's the other thing there, too. So that was one of my movies. Yeah, Goodfellas. Great movie, man. Like, check that out if you have. You guys have never seen it before. Awesome, nice. awesome movie. Well, I'll go next. And you can definitely tell that this is a bunch of guys because my what? next one is The Godfather. Awesome. <laughs> so we just talked about awesome. like three of the best mob movies out there. Yeah. 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 So much. here's why Godfather 1 is my go-to when I'm in a funk. Mm-hmm. Like when I, I mean, I do a lot of work, you know, on my own personal development wise, business wise and stuff like that. But when I'm not feeling it, I watch The Godfather because that movie is so slow paced. <laughs> and I was thinking about that Super today. Slow was it, do you watch yeah. it it's it's not slow. an action movie. No. It's a drama. One hundred percent. And what happens is throughout daily it's life. It's an action movie. A lot of people think that, you know, mobster movies, so they think it's, it's oh, all about oh, just, killing. Oh, just general, like, like when yeah. they think of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People who haven't watched it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the hell? The thing is, sometimes I get so, so in the moment of, of just acting and firing 100 thoughts a second that I lose track of who I am. And I lose track of that slow-paced, methodically thinking about something, pre-planning stuff, and going at a s- slower pace. And that movie is so impactful for me because it puts me back in the serious mode and it puts me in a slower pace. I think that's the biggest thing about it is watching that movie makes me act slower. I even Mm. move slower. I'll think about things ahead of time. I'll think, okay, if I do this one thing, is it gonna be the the best thing for me to do? The chess mentality. Yeah, I think about um, chess mentality, I like that. It gets me into the mindset of what do I need to do to be the most productive that I can be. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I really appreciate that movie. It just slows me down and slows my pace. More methodical. I mean, you could probably even tell just by the way I'm speaking right now you know, <laughs> compared to when I first started. You know, like, hey, everyone, welcome. Ha! <laughs> it wasn't planned. It wasn't. Like, it just, thinking about that movie just centers me, I guess. That's the biggest thing. Watching The Godfather centers me. Hmm. And I have no problem wow. killing someone if I was a mobster. Damn, son. I'm scared of you. Shit. What's your other one, Sam? You got another one? Uh, yeah, this one comes from the heart of a geek, man. I mean, <laughs> if if you haven't already known, like, I'm super geeky. I'm super nerdy. I love, you know, just sci-fi movies. So, um, Star Wars. That's, I mean, bottom line, one of the greatest series, stories, 
Dude, you're the biggest Jar Jar Binks fan I know. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. man. Misa like him. You're a big fan. I hate the shit out of him. Why Thank you. Why were you Jar Jar Binks for Halloween then? <laughs> <laughs> I lost a, I lost a bet. Three years in a row? I lost a you bet. You better start making that row. bet. <laughs> you know the Chargers ain't going to beat the Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm oh sorry. man, no! But Star Wars for me, it just it just gets me back to nostalgia. Um, I the first movie I remember ever going to as a child was my parents taking me to go watch uh, Return of the Jedi. It was like 1983 or something like that. Um, that was the first time I saw the Ewoks, and as a three year old, seeing a little Ewok walking around like a little teddy bear. I want me a fucking Ewok. So it that that stemmed from there. From from that point on, I I just fell in love with the story, the characters. I mean, just the um, philosophy behind it too. As I get as as I got older, um, I'm gonna let the first three go. Episode one, two, and three. I'm gonna let that slide. He he tried. But four, five, and six is normally what I'm talking about. When I watch, if I have a bummy day, if I'm at home and I feel like shit, give me nine hours and 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 throw episode four, five, and six in there, and I'm a happy camper again, man. I'm telling you, I'm gonna tell the story. When I was three years old, my dad took me to go watch um, Return of the Jedi. Last year, I took him to go watch episode seven. It was just me and him, and we sat down in a movie theater in Cambodia. And watched episode seven uh, together, and it was amazing. I had a great time with him. He loved the movie, and we sat and we talked about like how we kind of almost became, you know, came full circle uh, with that particular movie. He loves the movies and everything like that too, but he's not as big of a fan as I am. And I think one of the reasons why I love that movie so much is because me and him have that commonality with that movie. So. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna definitely stick with me um, from now until the day that I die, and until I have, and when I have kids, it's probably gonna take them to see episode seventeen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, so that's that's my thing right there, Star Wars. That's yeah. awesome, man. You alright, buddy? Need a Kleenex? I'm okay. I'm okay now. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I know. I was I was gonna mention that too, bro. This love of all the discussions we've had on this podcast, I was wondering, uh, other than. Uh, TED topics, TED talks, right? If you will, right? Um, that I've seen you really get uh, emotionally charged in that discussion. Mm-hmm. It's good, man. It's a good thing. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Geeking out, man. That's what I do. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Um, what about you, man? One so yeah, as, as we wind down, I wrote I wrote down a few more, and one of them, and that uh, I think really speaks more volumes to me that because I could watch this movie over and over and over again. I think it's a very very powerful movie and it's a fantastic movie it's Gladiator oh Russell Crowe yeah. yeah love that movie man it's it's an awesome awesome movie right yeah. I, mean, I think it's just fantastic it's it's well done it's got very powerful characters it has a little bit of everything um, but I think the biggest thing that I, I I get from it and that I really have taken away I think is um, patience mm-hmm. right and the fact that you can overcome anything if you want to do it. He felt that he had no other option than to avenge his family's death. Maximus. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Main character in the movie, played by Russell Crowe. 
He was enslaved. He was left for dead. He was forced to fight for his life every single, I don't know, every day, right? But every time he was brought somewhere, he was sold as a slave and forced to fight as a gladiator. Mm -hmm. He won all those fights. Yeah. Why did he win? Losing wasn't an option. No. All he had to do was win. He needed to win because he needed to avenge his family's death. Was he obsessed? Absolutely. But did he, did he do something about it? Did he wait for the right moment? He, he, he was calculated. He wasn't just off the wire and off the handle. He took his time. He did what he was uh, forced to do, mm-hmm. right? Uh, got in line, if you will. Yep. And then when the moment came, he struck. That moment when he picked up that arrowhead and he was about to stab the, the, the king yep. or Caesar as he was walking out. Mm-hmm. But he held back because uh, his nephew, nephew walked up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Oh, that, mm-hmm. that gets me every single time. So that's a phenomenal movie. Yeah. Um, I love it. And I, th- I think it speaks volumes to um, what you're capable of, right? So he, obviously we talk from, um, you, you talked about like starting from from nothing, right? So he was on top of the world as one of the emperor's general, primary soldiers and yeah. generals, right? In the army. And then he was left for dead and made to become a slave betrayed by a brother almost exactly right and nobody knew who he was nobody yeah. cared about who he was right um they called him spaniard mm-hmm. hey spaniard he didn't have a name his name was spaniard yeah right hey cambodian <laughs> like when you hear that now that's fucked up right right you know? <laughs> but he came back from that and um he didn't lose himself yeah i think that's important my favorite line from that movie was uh, the moment that the first Caesar, the old the old Caesar, yeah. was talking with his daughter. And he was like, you know, let's pretend I'm not a king. Let's pretend that you're not uh, the, the daughter of a, queen, of, of a king. Of a king, yeah. Let's pretend that I'm a great father and that you are my daughter. And she says, what a pleasant fiction. <laughs> that line... Oh, just, yeah, that yeah. is amazing. I love it. Yeah, phenomenal movie. I like Great. it a lot. So so one of the things that I think I'd like to do real quick is how about one of us gives an additional movie along with, um, and you don't have to go in depth, just mm-hmm. real quick, because I think, it's, I think it's good to let the audience know how they can make the most out of movies. And mm-hmm. so I kind of sprung this on you two, so I'll go with the first one, and then you can kind of see what I mean. Okay. The other thing that, that I'm promising the studio audience at home is if you go to the gystpodcast.com page for this episode, you'll find a list of 20 of our top movies. <clears throat> and um, Thanks for letting us know. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> so, you know, Can I like, count episode three, four, and five <laughs> as one? So, no. I mean, we, already talked, as three. we already talked about a few. You know, we'll reach out to Amit for his five. Sure. Um and so, one, the way you can make the most out of movies and really appreciate them, one of the things that I like to do is movies that I'm watching again, I place myself in one particular character's eyes. And so one of my favorite movies is called Mojobate. Have you guys seen that? Sounds like food. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's an It's an Indian movie. Um, essentially, it just means like love stories. And it takes, it's kind of like Love Actually to where there's like multiple stories going on and, mm-hmm. and things like that. Okay. And so 
every time I watch that movie, I'll place myself in the eyes of another person. You know, so mm. I'll see it only in the eyes of this character. Mm. And I'm like, wow, like, he loves this girl so much. These are the things that he's trying to do. And she's, she's not reciprocating it. Like, what are some of the emotions that he's feeling, that he's going through? And it just gives me a whole new appreciation for a movie. So audience at home, when you're watching a movie multiple times, you know, something that you've seen plenty of times, place yourself in and just choose one character and just place yourself in their eyes. Think about the emotions that they're going through and live that way. You know, mm-hmm. like Princess Leia, for example, when when Aldron Al- Rest in peace. Was it? Al- Andron? Alderon. Alderon. When Alderon blew up, like what was she feeling? Her entire life is now gone. Everything she's known is now ceasing to exist. Yeah. And if you think about it that way, it just helps you appreciate movies and character development just a slightly bit more. Mm. So that's going to be uh, the my thing. My thing is to uh, appreciate movies more. Just think of a movie from a particular character's viewpoint. Mm. Okay. I like that. Thank you. I just did that with Maximus. <laughs> so you gotta pick something else. Now. Yeah, I know. Now I gotta watch that shit again and be Caesar. Oh. Shoot myself. Man, if you watch that movie from the perspective of Caesar, stupid. I don't even want to talk about it. Oh, but it's a totally different movie. Yeah. What's interesting? The reason why I started doing this. So you've seen Goodfellas, right, Sam? That's the movie oh, that you talked of times. about. Yeah. Remember when he was talking about Jimmy the Gent Conway? Yeah. And he said Jimmy's the kind of guy who will root for the bad guys in movies. So I thought about that. I was like, okay, let me let me take a look at some movies to the bad guys' perspectives, mm-hmm. and it completely changed movies for me. Hmm. Yeah, you know, like if you think about like Star Wars, The Empire, like yeah, The Empire the Empi- was negative, right? But if you take a look at from their perspective, the rebels are the bad guys, right? Yeah, I've I've taken a I've watched that movie in that perspective, and I was like, man, we're fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> the rebels are actually and the, the bad terrorists. Guys. They're <laughs> exactly, right? exactly. Yeah. Oh man. Scary, I'll right? Tell you what? I've been rooting for the bad guy the whole time. Al Qaeda. Wow. Ain't that crazy? Mm-hmm. I'm not He's supposed exhausted. to pick, am I, am I supposed to pick another movie. Wars. Yeah. We're, we're, no, we're just helping the audience learn how to appreciate movies more. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Yeah, he threw us in the spot here. And we don't have to if you guys don't want to. It's not that I don't want to. It's just it's it's. What would be the one thing I would get to? Ninja Turtles, man. You could be Raphael, Donatello. Wait, are you? Wait, hold on. Are you you saying? Are you saying? Give me one movie aside from the movies that Mm -hmm. we got, based off of this. Yeah. So based off of this idea. Yeah. So what's a different way that the audience at home? can appreciate and what's less so for example when I go to the movies now right Mm -hmm. I don't silence my cell phone I turn my cell phone off Mm -hmm. and that way I get engrossed because I can get a text and get alarm and get a phone call it's still vibrating in my pocket it's a distraction Mm -hmm. but now I just turn it off completely and what that does is it helps me really get engrossed into a movie and so I just watched Passengers the other day and that movie when I turned my phone back on, I had like two missed calls and three texts. So had that gone on during the movie, I would not have been as, as engrossed into that movie. Mm, such an involving flick. 
Because <laughs> <laughs> we've seen so, it. No, but I, I get it. It totally makes sense, right? So it's this is a, a stupid comparison, but for some reason I'm thinking about those silly um, eyeball things where you're supposed to put it to your nose and let your eyes get out of focus and then pull it away really slowly. Oh, okay. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So you have to like really get engrossed and get lost in that thing to see whatever you're supposed to see. Yeah. So it's kind of like the same concept with a movie. Yeah. You, no distractions. Even a vibrate, it takes your mind away for just that split it second. Does. And you could miss a lot. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Even if you never even look at it, right? Mm-hmm. You're thinking, I wonder who that is. And you're losing character development. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Um, I wrote down one that I think is fun because I'm a huge fan of this show. She became an awesome movie. It's Entourage. Mm-hmm. You and Entourage, imagine that. Imagine that, imagine <laughs> that. Because there's so many characters in this movie, right? I mean, you could really you could really look at it from, from any point of view, from Ari Gold, from Vince, from his brother, Johnny Chase, right? E, Turtle, um, Lloyd. Yeah. Right? So um, I think it would drastically change the TV show experience as well as the movie experience if you look at it from a different character now obviously it's pretty light but i think it still speaks volumes to what that can do for you when you're watching a movie um what do you think right we good sam i think so okay yeah yeah we got our list but you know just another reminder if you go to our website we'll have a complete list of 20 movies yep that have kind of made an impact for us yeah, so we'll put that together. That'll be up there with the um, the resource guide that we had mentioned earlier in the episode. So we'll have the list of movies with the links to purchase all of them. Um, hopefully at the best price points. Yeah. We're going to save you guys some money by following us and kind of watching some of the, some of the same movies that we, that, uh, we have enjoyed. So um, if you're listening to this episode and you see a post on social media, whether it be Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or Pinterest, leave us a comment. Leave us a like. Tell us what some of your favorite movies are and how they've impacted you and made a, made a positive impact on your life. Uh, with all that said, once again, thanks for listening. Share the podcast. Like it. Listen to it. Leave comments. GYCpodcast.com. Signing off. Yours truly, Kyle Reed. Well, man, Sam Nang T and Rohit Rohila. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to our GYST podcast. We hope you learned how to get your together.